I'm Holly Grimaldi Flores. And I'm Cy Musiker. And, and this, this is Curtain Call. Call. We're back with our take on the best in theater, art, and music from Reno to Davis with a focus on our own backyard here in the foothills. And on this November preview, we're talking about Big Band Jazz in Reno, a funny play that's serious about sex and the potential for a huge new art center in Grass Valley. And as we often do, let's start with some music. Drums, electronica, jazz, more drums, all elements of the weird and wonderful music of Antonio Sanchez, a.k.a. Bad Hombre. And Sanchez, born in Mexico and trained at Berklee School of Music in Boston, is the drummer who did the brilliant score, all percussion, for the film Birdman with Michael Keaton. Which was brilliant. Sanchez is touring with singer Thana Alexander, his wife and collaborator, plus keyboardist Big Yuki and bassist Lex Sadler. This is boundary-pushing music and worth a drive. Antonio Sanchez and Bad Ombre play the Sofia in Sacramento tomorrow, Saturday, November 5th, and Yoshi's in Oakland, November 6th. Just a random sample of music from Nevada County, singing along under the direction of Rod Baggett, the choir teacher and choral conductor at Nevada Union High School. A couple of times a year, Baggett leads a singing class with three-part harmony for whoever wants to join in at the Miner's Foundry. And what we're listening to is a YouTube video from a few years ago, and this is inspired by the popular Choir, Choir, Choir out of Toronto in Canada. This event sounds like so much fun. It's too bad I can't sing. Oh, me too. But it's also a great community builder after what has been another divisive election cycle coming to an end. Yeah, definitely a cheap thrill. Tickets are just 10 bucks for an evening of musical fun. The Foundry Sings, led by Rod Baggett, lifts the rafters at the Miners Foundry in Nevada City, Wednesday, November 9th. I'm excited to announce a two-night-only reprisal of 2019's Best of Fringe winner, Clownfish. Yeah, and you're excited, I know, partly because this is your own kid, Trevor Wade. True, it is my own kid, but it's also a great show. It's really, really brilliant. This is a one-person show. It takes on the topic of gender, sexuality, and other, as they say, black-and-white topics. The entire show is in rhyme. It's funny, poignant, and thought-provoking. So don't miss this rare opportunity taking place at Off Broad Street on November 10th and 11th. This was the old country, son. That day is done. It's been too long now since the gold rush. And though I'm glad to be here, it's become clear there's something in the water. And it sucks and it survives for a while. We're hearing music from Nevada City's Golden Shoulders. That's Adam Klein's ever-evolving band sounding very much like a mix of the Beatles and West Coast pop. So catchy. 
And Golden Shoulders is playing the Nevada Theater tonight, Friday, November 4th, in a show produced by Paul Emery, the Bill Graham of the Foothills. They started out kind of as a Beatles-type band and with four young guys that were just in high school and out of high school. All local people. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Emery is legend, producing concerts like this Golden Shoulders show and playing music in Nevada City for about 50 years. We talked a few days ago in his home studio. So, Paul... Tell us how you ended up here in Grass Valley, Nevada City. What brought you up here? That's a good story. Um, I lived in Fair Oaks, and I was in a band called the Greater Carmichael Traveling Street Band. Uh, We were kind of a a goofy, kind of an offbeat uh, jug band, jazz band. I got the word that the Nevada Theater might be a good place for us to play from Alan Rogers, who... Uh, was a fan of ours and lived up here. And he was one of the founders of the theater that when it reinstituted itself after being a movie theater. So he said to talk to Sally Rogers. Was Sally Lewis? Sally Lewis, Lewis yeah. yeah. That's, uh, there's a new plaque for her. And she really is considered the grand dame of the Nevada theater. And so I talked to her and she liked this and she says, 100 bucks for the weekend and you can sleep here as long as you don't tell anybody. <laughs> and that started it, and we came up here and started and playing. We did it about three times. You slept in the, the Nevada Theater. That was your introduction to Nevada City. Yeah. And were there ghosts? I did not see any ghosts. However, we did hit the town. <laughs> and, and that made such an impression on me that I kept coming back. And then in 76, when I felt it was time for me to make a change, I came up and got a gig at Duffy's Saloon, which is now the Golden Era. A song was written about Duffy's Saloon that said, a man have to be a fool or a loon if he didn't want to drink at Duffy's Saloon. <laughs> and that got me here and then teamed up with my buddy Ray Mann. We had a duo called the Foothill Flyers and we played all over California, Oregon. And then uh, I met up with Annie McCann, who's still my good, really good friend. And it was a really good time in our community. There was an awful lot of young people that came from the big city that were part of the Back to the Land movement. A lot of the cultural influence up here was hippies and gays that moved from outside the area. Emery spent decades in leadership roles at KVMR and at the Center for the Arts, as well as producing music and theater at venues across the county. So what, what's the principle underlying all this producing music, playing music in the local art scene? What, what did you see as your ideal, your mission in all those jobs? Oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I had a master plan in 72 when I came here. No, no. it was quite the opposite. Uh Um, I was just like riding along with the whole thing. And, you know, we all have to make a living doing something. But throughout all this, you love performance. You know, you love live music, recorded music. What is it about those arts that give you goosebumps? Yeah. Being a musical performer is a lot like being an athlete. There's no um, substitute for that. You've restarted Nevada City Live as a concert series, but COVID is still lingering. All these new variants, it's in the background. So how do you think about producing shows now in this new age with COVID still around? I kind of look at it like COVID is uh, it's become an endemic rather than a pandemic. An endemic is something that keeps coming back, you know, like the flu. It's not going to go away. And I think COVID is kind of that. People can choose to get vaccinated if they choose to. Eventually, you have to return to um, who we are and what we do. 
I was just talking to someone who said we were just talking about live entertainment and how many people in the 70 plus or late 60s are volunteers and how those people aren't coming back out. And so now we need to rely on this next generation of, and by that I mean 50-somethings. That's very true. However, I did, um, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show this week. We did four shows and drew the biggest crowd we have ever drawn. We sold out three of the four shows. So for you, uh, what's next? Hmm. I'm kind of at that stage in my life where I'm semi-retired. I just do my own things, like producing concerts and like having my studio. I I just did an album for Juliette Gobert that w- was just released. And so I'm going to kind of tinker in my little studio here, play a few gigs here and there, do live sound in the summer. I love doing live sound for small festivals. And that's enough. And Tuesday mornings, KVMR. Yeah, I'll keep that going. Got my little house here, my... The dear companion, Jan, who was, we lived together, and my nice dog, and got a few bucks in the bank. I got a car that runs. Sounds like the good life to me, Paul. What more do I need? <laughs> <laughs> Paul Emery's Nevada Theater Live presents 10 days of shows over the next week or so, so Emery doesn't seem to be slowing down much. Not at all. Golden Shoulders plays tonight, Friday. Then Boku Chapeau hits the stage tomorrow, November 5th, followed by the Celtic Surrealists, Dalrymple and the Wild Damons. That's November 10th. And then Elena Rayo is at the Nevada Theater, November 11th. And the very deft guitarist Steve Bauman, who we're listening to now, plus guitarist-singer Steve Holland, the two Steves, Play the theater on November 12th. We might seem here in the Twin Cities to have an abundance of performance spaces. There's Emory's favorite, the Nevada Theater, along with the Miner's Foundry and the Center for the Arts with its great sound. But one thing has been missing. So? (laughs) Good timing. (laughs) We're announcing a new concert hall for In Concert Sierra and the community. That's Barbara Drew, a board member for In Concert Sierra, which presents a dozen chamber and orchestra concerts a year with top musicians. But they could do more if they only had a hall of their own to call home. And so for more than a decade, In Concert Sierra has been investigating how to build a concert hall with a natural acoustic in our community. Yeah, Drew was doing a presentation for a few reporters and community members about the renovation of an underused 42,000-square-foot office building in Grass Valley's Whispering Pines Business Park. And Drew says In Concert is buying the building at the bargain rate of $2 million and plans to literally raise the roof to build a 500-seat shoebox-style concert hall. And the stage is huge. It's um, big enough for a full orchestra and a full choir. In Concert Sierra presents concerts now at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Grass Valley. That venue can only be used once a month with other restrictions. And we can serve alcohol, which we cannot do currently. Right. In Concert Sierra will have to sell a lot of wine to cover the $10 million needed for the concert hall 
even with a pledge of $5 million in hand. And the ambitions don't stop there. There are plans and room in the new building for a black box theater seating 150 people, the kind of space local theater companies hunger for, not to mention conference facilities for up to 300 people and lots of meeting space. Ken Harden is in Concert Sierra's music director. We go back and forth between being amazingly excited and, and looking forward and then thinking that we're totally crazy to even think about something like this. The hope is that we become an arts destination similar to something like Ashland. Uh, That's Steve Mendoza. He's on the In Concert Sierra board, and he's referring to the town of Ashland, Oregon, which hosts an internationally famous theater festival each summer. Because we have the great outdoors here. Uh, If you want to go to the Center for the Arts and see a a rock and roll show, you can do that, or go to the Foundry. If you want to see a classical or chamber music show, you can come here. And Ashland in the foothills. Maybe. I like the proposal. City Councilman Bob Brandstrom, he was on the facilities tour with Cy and me. One of my priorities as a council member is economic development. And one of the spokes of that is the arts. I also go around town and I see vacant buildings because we have shifted with the internet away from a lot of office space needs to people working at home. And I look at it as an efficiency thing. We don't need new construction. We just need to use what we have more efficiently. I was very happy to see this plan. We talked to a lot of local artists, and the reality is they are short on performance venues for the smaller theater companies. Sierra Stages had to cancel their fully staged fall production from a lack of space. The Nevada Theater's booked out for a year. And as far as office space goes, there's a difference between office space and affordable office space. Yeah, Grass Valley and Nevada City have changed a lot since the mining and logging days of years past. And we'll see over the next few years whether it's ready for a new identity as an arts Mecca. The city council, including Bob Brandstrom, gave the plan an okay last week. Meanwhile, the show must go on. In Concert Sierra presents the very accomplished Tempest Trio, playing some Brahms and Beethoven, plus the Hasidic Fantasy by Israeli composer Joachim Stuchevsky. And we're hearing Tempest do that piece right now from a live performance. Stochevsky was born in Ukraine, so it's a timely choice. Really striking stuff. The Tempest Trio plays at the Seventh-day Adventist Church, November 20th at 2 o'clock. Got to throw in a mention of the terrific San Francisco indie rocker, Chuck Prophet. Sometimes I fall straight down into nothing And sometimes I float oh, right up into the ceiling Best 
Prophet has been chronicling the personal and the political in his songs for a couple of decades now, and he's in a more introspective mood these days than ever as he fights back from a bout of lymphoma, but he can still sing a great story. Chuck Prophet and the Mission Express, which includes his wife, Stephanie Finch, will rock out at Harlow's Starlet Room in Sacramento, November 13th. Sierra Stages does a reading this month of a funny and serious play by Sarah Rule called In the Next Room, or The Vibrator Play. There's a lot to think about um, the terrible sex lives of Victorian women. Rachel Darrow plays the lead. My role is Mrs. Daldry. She's a stricken Victorian woman in need of therapy, a very important new medical procedure. That medical procedure in the play In the Next Room is the use by doctors of early versions of vibrators. Think Hitachi magic wand with less reliable electronics applied to a strategic location on a woman's body to treat what the doctors at that time termed female hysteria. And the play isn't just a sex comedy, though it is that. It's also a serious exploration of female liberation and a woman's role in marriage. Yes, Sierra Stages presents a reading of In the Next Room or the Vibrator Play by Sarah Rule at the Miners Foundry in Nevada City on November 16th. And I saw this a couple years ago. It's a fabulous play. Lainey Wilson calls her songs Country Music with a Flair. Ask me my opinion, ask what you're going to get. You know I don't say dang when I mean dang. With you I've only ever been who I am. I can't lie to you cause I can't lie to me. So don't ask if you don't want total honesty. Lainey Wilson with the song saying what I'm thinking. A bit of southern rock, a lot of country with bell bottoms on. Uh, Wilson's got another song called WWDD, meaning what would Dolly Parton do? So we know she's got good values, but mostly keeps politics out of her songs. This year, Wilson earned nominations for Female Vocalist, New Artist, and Album of the Year from the Country Music Association. Credit her success to so many talented women in country loudly demanding more airplay. This is really fun music. Lanny Wilson is also getting a role in the new season of Yellowstone, so she's having a great year. Catch her at Goldfields in Roseville November 16th because next time it may be in some sterile arena with crappy acoustics. A pause here for self-reflection. I never liked the term coming out. Still, I did it. That was back in the 1970s. Now I'm having to do it all over again. I'm 65 years old, I've been with the same guy for 31 years, and on this day, I am announcing to the world that I am straight. I haven't met anyone else, haven't fallen in love with a woman. I'm simply done fighting the term queer. That's David Sedaris from a recent CBS Sunday morning appearance. Sedaris had his breakout moment 30 years ago, writing and reading a story about playing one of Santa's elves for This American Life. And since then, Sedaris has written a string of best-selling books. Two this year, 
filled with family stories, funny and sad, self-mocking, sardonic, kind of sour sometimes, too. I read an interview with a woman who identifies as queer because she's tall. That's it. She's never had a relationship with another woman, doesn't care to, for all I know. So what does it mean that we're both suddenly queer? I'm not tall, just the opposite. There are parking meters that stand higher than I do. David Sedaris is touring now with a return to the Center for the Arts in Grass Valley on November 17th. And then he's at the Luther Burbank Center in Santa Rosa on November 18th. I liked hearing him live. He's funny and self-deprecating. I just don't always enjoy reading him. We can agree to disagree there. Maybe we're pitching, by the way, too many shows at the Center, but it's a really good month with Sedaris, the sold-out John Hyatt, Lyle Lovett show, the Vienna Boys Choir, not my taste, but very popular, and then a band we both love, Postmodern Jukebox. Postmodern Jukebox made its name playing weekly shows on YouTube, finding the jazz, doo-wop, and R&B, and a potpourri of songs, including this one by U2. Postmodern Jukebox puts on a really great show. They play the Center for the Arts November 15th. Emmett Cohen plays a mean piano. That's Emmett Cohen showing off on Willie the Lion Smith's demanding Finger Buster. It's a cut off his new album, Uptown in Orbit. And Cohen spent the pandemic producing concerts in his own apartment and live streaming to hundreds of thousands. Cohen and bandmates bassist composer Russell Hall and drummer-producer Kyle Poole make the modern jazz trio thing sound totally fresh. Emmett Cohen and the trio play three nights at the Mondavi Center in Davis, November 17th through the 19th. So no excuse for missing him. Okay, picture the jazz scene in New York in 1965. Trumpeter Thad Jones and drummer Mel Lewis form a really big band to play Jones music featuring complicated arrangements and unusual time signatures. Thank you. 
They won Grammy Awards, toured the Soviet Union, and one version or another of the band has played every Monday night for decades at the Village Vanguard. Now the Reno Jazz Orchestra is presenting a tribute to those great charts with an evening of music by Jones and Lewis. Chuck Ryder is the band's music director and loves studying Jones's scores. What intrigues me is that when you look his, in harmony, he can get some very dense and thick chords. And you can tell almost right away, oh, this is a Thad Jones tune, because the way he writes, and if you listen to him enough, you can say, oh, yeah, that, that's sad. And I think the music is challenging, even, you know, 50 years later, there's some tunes in there that um, you really have to be totally on your game to pull off. The Reno Jazz Orchestra presents the Village Vanguard, the music of Thad Jones and Mel Lewis at the Good Luck Macbeth Theater on Taylor Street in Reno on November 19th and 20th. Berkeley-based Lyrics Born, Tsutomu Shimura, and he started performing as a student at UC Davis, and he brings this very woke Asian-American consciousness to all his work. He makes just really wonderful music, and it should be better known. Lyrics Born has a brand new album out, and he's playing Nevada City's Crazy Horse Saloon November 18th. A shout-out here for the young bluegrass star A.J. Lee and her band Blue Summit. They had a great set at the Hangtown Music Festival last month, and A.J. Lee and Blue Summit play the Cypress Music Club in Reno, November 19th, the Chico Women's Club in Chico Dal, December 9th, and the Dip in Reading on December 10th. So Thanksgiving is November 24th, and we're hoping you can spend it with someone you love. But even if they're driving you crazy by Saturday, you can catch a show by Lacey J. Dalton. Well, I love the state of Texas. I truly am a fan. I love that outlaw music and Willie and the band. And I've got good friends in Texas, and I don't hold them to blame. But seems of late, the Lone Star State's a little off her game. But I still say God bless Texas, God bless them to a man. Bless them Texas women like your good old Governor Ann. One thing's got me troubled, boys, I just can't understand. The pinhead politicians of the Texas Taliban. Yeah, Dalton hasn't had a hit in a very, very long time, but her gritty voice can still swing and sting. What about those Nazis? That's how they used to act. You know darn well they're all in hell and no one wants them back. Hey, and every living yahoo waving round his gun. Thou shalt not kill, but some fool will. The deed's as good as done. Like the late Loretta Lynn, Dalton isn't afraid to say just what's on her mind. In this case, talking about restriction on abortion rights in Texas and other red states. Dalton lives in Reno, so she often tours here in California and Nevada. Dalton plays the Sutter Creek Theater in Sutter Creek, November 26th. And if you're on the other side of the Sierra, she plays the Red Dog Saloon in Virginia City, Nevada on December 18th. 
And we'll close with a song from the Watkins Family Hour. Something completely new And all of a sudden people don't know what to do Let them have their way I for one ain't even gonna so pretty. Guitarist Sean Watkins with sister Sarah are the Watkins Family Hour, and these two have been producing terrific concerts with a diverse range of guests at a Los Angeles Music Club for 20 years now. They're such model siblings, I wish I got along with my sisters as well. The Watkins Family Hour plays the Center for the Arts on November 30th. But that's all we have time for. Please tune in to our next show, December 2nd, when we'll bring you ways to dance off all the Lockheed's fruit cakes and cheese balls you'll be eating next month. And if you miss us, download our podcast at kvmr.org. I'm Holly Grimaldi-Flores. I'm Cy Musiker. And, and this, this is Curtain Call, Call coming, coming to you from, from KVMR-FM, Nevada, Nevada City. City.